0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sports for Dummies, Episode 7. And goodness me, we're absolutely flying through this series. For those that don't know me, my name is Lewis, and I'm studying sports business and sports broadcasting at UCFB. I'm one of the hosts on Sports for Dummies, alongside my co-host, Hope. Now on Sports for Dummies, we discuss all the latest sports news over the last week. The latest drama, the latest events, and we always have a laugh. Unfortunately, Hope can't be here this week. She's gone away on holiday, but we're back to normal next week, discussing all the latest sports news and events. However, we're on a roll with Sports for Dummies, and we've decided to mix it up for you at home. I had the privilege this week to interview Matthew Baker, a seasoned professional involved in rink hockey, who is currently playing out in Portugal. He has an absolutely fascinating story about how he got involved with the sport at such a young age and where his career is at now. I caught up with Matthew, and this is what he had to say. Matt Baker. Matt, how are you doing, mate? Yeah,
0: I'm well. Very well. Cheers.
1: Glad to hear, glad to hear. So let's kind of kickstart things. So this is Sports for Dummies. This is a podcast where we kind of talk about sports, all things sports, in very, very easy depth for people. So basically, we're trying to break down sports in the best way possible for people to understand. So tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are.
0: So I'm, uh, I'm Matthew Baker. I've played and lived in Kingsland for 14 years. And I've only recently, last year, gone abroad to Portugal play for a team called Meliada and um, take my career to the next next level. Yeah.
1: Amazing. That's really cool. Um, can you tell us a little bit about rink hockey and the difference between, because I'm sure people listening here might know stuff about ice hockey or a bit about field hockey, but rink hockey is a real niche sport. So
0: can you tell us anything about that? Yeah. What does
1: that entail? And what are those differences between the three?
0: Right. So um, from a... If you if you were to watch it from a TV point of view, it looks more similar to ice hockey. As in, uh, there's less players on the rink. It's got the rounded corners. Um, you can go behind the goal. Uh, goal size is very similar to ice hockey. Um, but where with rink hockey, you are playing on quads instead of inline skates. Um, you're also you're also using a ball as well, and not a puck. Um, You can use both sides of the stick, which is different from grass hockey, where there's only one side of the stick. Um, So you get left-handed players, uh, you get right-handed players. Uh, The keepers are either left-handed or right-handed. So there's many variants, but the the game's played with one keeper, uh, four outfield players. Um, and you have the same on the bench. so you've got altogether 10 players, two keepers, and two outfield. Uh, but it's a very fast fast game there's always action. Um, and exciting to watch. It's quite hard to watch on TV because the ball's so small. Um, but it, live is it's one of the from, my, from uh, most people that have watched it anyway, their point of view, it's, um, it's an amazing sport and one of their favorites to watch live
1: absolutely and i love the passion mm. you have there to talk about it that's great and yeah. very interesting as well that um very interesting that you can use both sides of the of the stick it's very interesting because yeah. obviously i know i know there has been a lot of talk especially when watching the olympics right now in hockey when you see people hit with the outside and the game has to stop and the the opposition can yeah. get the ball so very very interesting um mm. so yeah in terms of your career then how did you get involved in rink hockey in, in comparison to the other three why did you get involved and where did that journey
0: begin so i actually did start out playing grass hockey to start with and okay um I always had really influential parents and they they took me to everything I wanted to go to and I was I was a keen skater as well. I used to go to um there's a disco rink near me. Um what okay, yeah, so yeah. I, I oh, yeah. a throwback. Yeah, yeah it was. And uh um I used to just enjoy skating with my with my mates and my family. Um and there was a club there's a club near about fifteen minutes away from this skating rink and the the main the main guy at the club he used to go down there and if he if he see potential in any skaters he he used to hand out leaflets saying first first times free but i was i was six when i started um so very young wow um it was nice having the grass hockey ability um and the skating ability so it wasn't from the grass hockey that i got involved but um i was always keen on um sports and uh sports that involved uh stick and ball which was mainly hand-eye coordination sports um have always been my sort of my sort of go-to and uh the yeah so when when i got involved with um the skating uh our man um he came over to me and just asked if I wanted to try, and I've never looked back since. That's been amazing. That's a, re- that's a really cool story.
1: I'm also very impressed you. you could skate at the age of six because if you put me in an ice rink now, well. I would struggle <laughs> with one of those penguin things that the kids have. So that's, that's quite impressive, actually, especially at the age of six. Um, yeah, that's amazing. So, your career then obviously, you've played at Kingsland, you're now playing in Portugal. What have some of the yeah. highlights been of your career? What have the key, yeah, what have been some real moments of success for you?
0: So, my first. I managed to get into a under-17s England squad when I was... Wow. Um, when I was 15. Um, and the highlight from that was... Oh, to start with, getting picked for the squad was uh, a massive highlight. But yeah. um, I had a real good game against Germany, which is uh, always going to be a rival, no matter what sport, no matter what. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, yeah I managed to manage to score two goals against Germany and we beat them four two um in the group stages wow, and that was yeah great game really enjoyed it. That was over in France that tournament um, so i've traveled traveled with the hockey as well, but that was that was a highlight when I was younger right. and then with my King's Lynn team was um the first premier league te- premier League medal which was um so the premier league's the the top league in this country and the club had never won it we'd only entered a team um three years before we won it and um when we first won it that was that was amazing because there was it was it come down to the last game of the tournament the last game of the season and free going into it three teams could have won it uh depending on the result and uh we managed to pull a win out of the bag and secure the league. Amazing. That's uh, awesome. And have you got any highlights from Portugal since you've been playing out there? Um, so I've only started playing since the beginning of this year. And unfortunately we had a little break due to COVID. Um, so I was away for three months, but we we were playing a very close rival. Um, we We haven't had luck on our side this season, unfortunately. Um, but we played a close rival towards the end of the season and managed to um, pull a win out of the bag as well for that one, which was um, which was amazing. Um, and that fantastic. was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, great feeling for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, kind of, I guess, backtracking a little bit because we'll get to the big COVID in a sec. Um, have you had any key career challenges at your time at Kings or maybe at England as well? And how have you overcome them?
0: Yeah. So. Um, with the Kings Lynn club, we had about six six amazing players that were all older than me, and they were all um, coming to the peaks of their career. And I was still I was still fifteen, sixteen, and I was training with them, but I weren't getting the I weren't getting the rink time. Um, and to overcome that, I just I put in the extra work with um, doing extra runs during the week. Um, even in, even as little as a bit of ball control in the garden, um, just trying to get my, my stick handling ability, um, as good as possible. And eventually with working hard, uh, becoming faster, uh, building strength, um, I managed to start getting a few minutes. And then once I, uh, once I went on, I tried to stick to the basics and, um, yeah, get all the basics done. So I'm not not trying to prove myself. Just just do all the do everything right, and then try and get the minutes up from there. And once um once I got the once I got the minutes up, you can start getting into a rhythm of things, and the rest rest follows. But that was that was a hard time when there's players better than you. Uh, you're you're sitting on the bench the whole game. You're looking and just. You're wanting to be on, but you just got you got to put that work in and training. So
1: that's absolutely. You clearly paid dividends because now you're playing in Portugal. It's fantastic. I've even you know I read about you as well that you you played in the under twenties national cup final aged thirteen. Yes, which is quite an amazing achievement. That is (laughs) that is really yeah really well done. You that is a fantastic achievement. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I guess being a thirteen year old up against you know under twenties, you got some big lads in there. How did that feel?
0: Well, that was. that was one of the uh, big moments in my career. Actually, I didn't get, I didn't get a massive amount of play. But you, the under twenties and the seniors had a different color pair of socks, which um, sounds a bit funny. But when you're when you're thirteen, you've only had um, the same sort of color socks as everyone else, and then they you yeah. get given these like almost they're they're almost special, um, right? Yeah, okay. only only the elites have them if you know what I mean. And um, yeah, 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 and. Yeah, being given them and saying, right, get ready to kit up. um, That was because it it was a bit of a shock. It were not meant to, I were not meant to play. um, And that was, that was an amazing, amazing achievement just to even sit on the bench and be a part of that sort of, that sort of game when you're 13 um, was, was incredible. And, but the, the, the size difference um, was a... (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was a hard hard thing to play against um but with your like if you imagine. just keep the keep the positioning right and stick to the stick to the basics that's some that's all i could do that game um but that was uh incredible absolutely oh. yeah
1: that's a, I love that little story. It's quite fun as well because that's something you can yeah. hang on to forever, isn't it? And that it's yeah. a little bit like, say, if in football, you know, going from having small shin pads to big shin pads and being mm. able to say that, you know, you've worn the socks and you've got the t-shirt, if you've got the socks, if you will, um, yeah. and that you can, you know, you can rock them now with uh, with pride. That's brilliant. Have you still yeah. got them? That's a good question. Still holding on to them?
0: Uh, I have, but there's, uh, there's a few holes in them now and they're not looking too good. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you, you wouldn't years. be wearing them out to play now? No. No,
1: only trained. No. <laughs> Okay. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I know we've briefly touched on it, but as you said, so in 2020, it was announced you were joining... Uh, Can you pronounce it for us? Miliada. Miliada, I didn't want to butcher it. Um, In (laughs) Portugal. So what was your your reason for moving to Portugal in particular? For those listening that may not know a lot about rink hockey, why did you decide to kind of advance your career? What is it about Portugal that really drew you to move there?
0: Um, So in this country, it's more of a uh, hobby sport that's... Um, hasn't got very many, hasn't got a lot of clubs. Um, the leagues are still strong. The, there's still some good players here. Um, but over there, the consistency of, um, of the leagues, the facilities, are incredible. They're all full size, whereas we don't have two. We've got two full size in the whole country and they've got a full size rink in every, every town you go to pretty much. Um, wow. And the, so the level of hockey. Um, with everyone, with how many people play over there, the level of hockey is um, is a lot higher to this this level. And I, I was sort of reaching the, I was reaching the top of where I could get to here. Um, so I, I needed to be chucked back in the deep end and be out of my comfort zone again, just to, so I can keep improving. Um, and Portugal was uh, a good option for that because our national coach um who's portuguese has links with um portugal and can help sort sort the transfers out because it's quite um it's quite hard to do on your own right yeah um so that was a um so how and and you I guess you you kind of mentioned that there just to
1: touch on that quickly hmm. how do transfers work in hockey how does that consist of because a lot I'm sure people listening might know about say football mm. transfers here what's the difference with that versus hockey and how how do those transfers
0: work so um when you yeah so when you play abroad um i think you have to pay an extra fee for being an abroad player but the the transfers are a, a, only a year long you sign you sign your contract for a year so um but you can change when a, it's it's mainly based on the player um it's not really based on the the club until you get to the elite leagues which uh yeah div ones in spain portugal and italy mainly um until you get to them sort of leagues it's it's mainly based on the player and their sort of where they want to play um, the contracts uh only usually do a year in the lower leagues um, so that's really how that works until you get to the to get to the top league yeah I see.
1: Okay, very interesting. And so, you know, we, we've kind of mentioned Portugal there, why you've moved out there. So how has your time been in Portugal? And of course, how has COVID affected that? Because as we know, sport worldwide has been massively affected and disrupted by COVID. Have you been able to play any competitive games? I know you did mention earlier that you have played some, um, but of course it was put on pause for a, a, sh- a bit, which was a shame. And how has it affected the league and the sport as a whole in Portugal?
0: Yeah, so with... with um the The sport being a professional sport out in Portugal, it's managed to get back as soon as football has here almost which has been fantastic has been, yeah great for me great for the uh great still great for the sport out there and um but we've had to we we had a little three month shutdown, so we've had to cram two games in a week so it's been it's been well busy, not much time for training because wow. um we've got a midweek game and then a game at the weekend. Um, but that, that time in between was nice to get, get your fitness up, um, ready for the season. Uh, but the, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the season's been carrying on and, um, it's been some really competitive hockey. So that's been great yeah
1: that's great that's great that's really good news and so obviously yeah. now you're back in the uk over the summer you've said how are you keeping yourself busy are you training at home are you training with mates what's going on because obviously we we're quite fortunate here that we're able to go out now and the restrictions and yeah. lifting i'm sure that's been a bit of a blessing for you especially after a couple of months of
0: being in lockdown in portugal so i've tried to um get some mates on the training regime that um that i've been doing uh with the coaches that have give us some speed training uh it's mainly a it's mainly a speed sport. So, um, it's a lot of sprints, a lot of, uh, power lifting to, for explosive movements. And I've been, wow. yes, I've been, uh, down at Linsport field, um, and doing plenty of sprints up and down the hills. Um, it's a good training outside. It's been, been nice being a bit cooler weather than, uh, over in Portugal. I can get a few more yeah. sessions in. Um, so that's been lovely. (laughs) Yeah. Without dying of sweat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, Very hard to train over there.
1: How warm is it then when you're playing? So, you know, if you're playing indoors, hopefully Mm. the the arenas are air conditioned, but when you're training outside, how warm is it? And and I guess
0: that obviously affects your training massively. This season, the season has been pushed back a bit. So it's been even hotter because we're playing where in the summer where usually there's only the cups in the summer. And, um. That's been about thirty to thirty-five degrees. Um, Goodness me! Yeah, so very sweaty, and uh, yeah, yeah, very hard to play. Very, that is yeah. warm. That
1: is warm, especially as well. I guess if you're, I, I we assume now, of course, people listening that you are an attacker because you score goals. Mm.
0: Yeah. So there's yeah different styles of play. People mainly play from the back. Uh, some people mainly play from the front. Um, it's not a designated there aren't any designated positions on the rink because everyone has to, has to be able to play everywhere apart from the keeper. Sure, that's the okay. only, only designated position. Um, and people have to move with in in almost synchronization to, to work the moves out and break the defense down. And, um, but there, yeah, I'm a more, I predominantly play around the area, um, which is, yeah, tr- tricky place to play, um, especially when you go abroad and they're a lot more physical, um, and it's a lot more physically demanding as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because that's what I was going to say. You know, a team full of workhorses. Then on top of that, you being kind of a you know an attacking-minded player, mm-hmm. so chasing after defenders, maybe you making you run more. So that's going to be hard work, especially if you've gone from being you know in the UK where it's pretty chilly to going into a warm country. I mean, that's there's a very different, very different atmosphere to play yeah. in. Um, yeah
0: no, that's um,
1: exactly right yeah and in terms of in terms of your time then as a as a pro player I know you've mentioned some key highlights what are you hoping to do long term what are kind of some of your goals and aspirations for the future do you have any in particular for kind of maybe this season or do you have any instead like a five year plan what are you hoping to
0: go on and do um, the the league um, that I'm playing in is perfect for the uh, perfect for me to improve. So I'm going to stay in this league with the with the same team. Um, I'm really enjoying it with, with the players I'm playing with. Um, but I'm just going to try and keep my head down, keep working. Um, and eventually, I mean, I've been in the Division 2 in Portugal. Um, and eventually, I want to try and build myself up to a Division 1 team, which are full-time professionals. Um and they train twice a day, um, and that's that's where I'd love to be, love to be at, just playing playing the top hockey in in Europe, um, either in Portugal, Italy, or Spain. They're they're the three top leagues, um, and I'd love to do, i yeah, I'd love to play for one of the one of the big clubs, uh, but I've got a long way to go still, so I've definitely got to keep keep working hard at it.
1: No, no, I'm sure you absolutely get there. And you know, on behalf of Hope as well, me being here, we wish you all the best for the future, um, and for your career, whatever you go on to do, and all the best for this season as well. If you could leave us today and the listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? So maybe those that are now listening going crikey, rink hockey actually sounds like a bit of me. What would you say to those that would want to give it a go? Um and just a general piece of advice,
0: please. If you want a fast sport that's a bit unusual, um, uh, this is definitely the sport for you. Uh, it's it's brought me so many, so many mates. It's brought me the opportunity to play abroad, learn a new language. Um, so it's been a massive part of my life, and I'd love to just share that with other people because it's it's such an amazing uh, opportunity to to play for your country as well. It's um yeah it's been it's been the best part of my life, and I hope I can play for as long as, I, as long as I can.
1: That's really amazing. I love that. And I love the just hearing you talk about the passion there and actually sharing that with other people, you know, because often in the UK, you know, you're introduced to to basketball, to football, to rugby or cricket. And actually something like rink hockey um, is a really great opportunity for those that want to get involved in a slightly different sport that's niche. Um, absolutely. And it's great to see your career kind of blossom and hear how far you've come as a player from playing starting at six, now playing in Portugal. It's a really, really exciting story.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I've uh, enjoyed every moment of it. There's been some highs and lows, but it's been that's what we like to hear. Amazing, yeah,
1: that's what we like to hear. And um, we're going to leave it. Uh, we're going to leave it with one last thing as well, Matt. Because obviously we've spoken about hockey for a bit, but have you been following any of the Olympics? And are you a sports fan? Do you follow any other sports?
0: Yeah. So the uh, the Olympics is amazing. I think it's I think it's the best tournament I've been following. Um, a bit of the cycling because I do I do quite a bit of cycling myself. Um, and there was a women's gold medalist from Austria that was an amazing bike ride um, earlier this week. That was fantastic wasn't um, it? That yes, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was brilliant to watch um, and all the all the gymnastics as well I, I like to follow I think I think some of the stuff they do is amazing um, but yeah as, as a for- sports fan um, I love to what wo- yeah I love I love all sports to be honest I've been keen and Keen in every sport throughout uh, throughout my school career, uh, I've played everything I possibly can, um, and just think sports an amazing thing to have in your life, no matter what, no matter what type of sport it is.
1: Absolutely, and so I guess just to finish off there. So, what, of course, you've kind of spoken about. It's been the highs of your life, but what does sport mean to you? So, if someone did ask you, what does hockey and your career mean to you? What would you say?
0: Um, well, the yeah, the hockey means the hockey and the mates of of gained through hockey that means everything to me um they're almost they're they're almost like a second family when you're when you're that close to your teammates and you're going through the the thick and thin of it it's just uh there's no better feeling no better feeling than being together with with mates yeah yeah truly enjoy playing with yeah
1: i love that well matt thank you so much for coming on today mate it's been a pleasure having you on and me and hope yeah and all the listeners wish you all the best for next season um, and for this season but yeah I'm looking forward to seeing where your career goes Um, and yeah we just wish you all the best for the future
0: thank you very much cheers for having me on
1: no worries take care mate have a good one we'll catch you soon
0: cheers see you later and that's it for another week of Sports for Dummies
1: thank you so much for listening and tuning in today I absolutely loved interviewing Matt and hearing his story his passion for hockey was incredible We wish him all the best at Sports for Dummies and we can't wait to see how his career progresses in the future. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. Drop us a follow on Twitter at dummies underscore sports or an email at sportsfordummiespodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you're a sports player yourself and you'd like an interview. Please let us know. Get involved, get in touch. We'd love to have you on the show. Have a great week and we'll see you all back for episode eight next Friday.